monsters, good evening and welcome to the show that made Philippine FM Radio Talk. That's heard on Thursdays and I am your host, Nikki Porter. Valentine's Day, you guys, that is less than a week away. And if you're sick of spending it all alone for the end time, then keep listening or keep watching because this episode is for you. Now, don't get me wrong, it's perfectly fine to choose a single life if that's what you want. If you're thriving and living your best life, then you know what? Go off, queen. Go do what you want. But if finding a partner is what your heart truly desires, then maybe tonight's guest can help you out. She is the first and only U.S. certified matchmaker and dating coach in the Philippines whose mission is to help people find love effortlessly. She is the founder of Singles Events Manila, the only dating organization in the country that inspires successful single professionals find true love. She also has a master's in sociology and develops programs to help men and women learn the science of dating, flirting, and confidence in interacting with the opposite gender. She has delivered motivational speeches and trainings and social skills for companies and has helped over 100 singles find love in the Philippines and abroad. So ladies and gentlemen, heard on Thursdays, let's welcome back to the show, Coach V. Antonio. Yay! for having me again yes oh my gosh i would always love oh thank you you look lovely he also as always oh my gosh it's so lovely to see you again i love having you every year especially during love months of course very relevant because we always want to know what is what what are what can we expect what can we know and learn to be better daters i guess whether you're single or even in a relationship Yes. So yes. excited. It's, it's good to be back after a year. Huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so um, I want to quickly catch up with you first. So how was 2023 for you personally and professionally? So uh, 2023 has been um, such a blessing for Singles Events Manila because um, not only that we were doing all our singles event, I've mentioned before that we've expanded our services. So we're doing um, matchmaking and now trainings as well mm -hmm. for, for a private company. And that includes like social skills training because because of the 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 technology right everybody is like so used to communicating with people online mm -hmm. that we sometimes miss how to connect with people like genuinely right. in person yeah so surprisingly you train people to be better at networking and um, socializing yeah <laughs> for sure yeah and so I also wanted to talk about something that you presented we're just gonna go and dive deep guys <laughs> Um, so, uh, recently, she flew to Singapore for the Internet Dating Excellence Association or IDEA Summit. And she discussed love scams. Love scams. That sounds like something straight out of a movie. But it turns out it happens in real life. So, could you tell us, Coach V, what is a love scam? So, so um, the love, love scam actually is is um, one of the ways that people are um, getting money from victims but I feel like this is the worst type of scam mm -hmm. because they target your heart yeah they play with your emotions they make you feel 
um, as if they love you, they care for you, right. they care for you. Sometimes we have seen like getting in a relationship with them for like three months, six months, courting you, sending flowers and gifts. By the end of the day, it all boils down to money. Mm -hmm. They will be requesting money, like um, pretending to have an emergency or some sort. And after they get the money, love life is gone. So yeah. basically that's love scam. Actually, I have heard of some stories like that, not from personal like um, personal contacts, but mm -hmm. then you know, like if you even if you see it online, like in viral stories, mm -hmm. like abroad, mm -hmm. it happens, but you don't think it would happen to you. Absolutely, diba? and Nikki, there's this common misconception that the victims of love scam are like fools or like dumb. yeah, but right. you'd be surprised. Um, um, with the um, clients that we work with like mm -hmm. these are successful people some of them are even like you know someone that you will be so, so surprised that has been scammed so um, scams right now are sophisticated they use not only technology but psychology to mm -hmm. manipulate you yeah. so it's very sophisticated so the reason why I flew to Singapore is to kind of give a, give a briefing that um, social media and um, especially dating app developers should also take a look at um, the scam incidents because when maybe some of your friends would be like, oh, I got scammed through dating apps, right? Mm. So I feel like dating apps should pay attention to this because we're losing 1.3 billion US dollars a year. Globally. Just, globally, just for the, for the wow. love scam. That's insane. And a it's, lot of it's, money. And like you mentioned, it is such a painful way to be scammed. Absolutely, because they don't only take your money, they also like break you emotionally. Mm -hmm. that, the reason why I'm saying it's the worst type of scam, because it discourages people from falling in love. Mm -hmm. And so even if we, we are not the ones who's doing the scamming, I feel like the people in the love industry, such as the matchmakers, dating coach, and the, the dating app um, founders and developers, we are responsible in a way. Because um, when there are things that discourages people from falling in love, then it's not good for like, you know, the humanity and also bad for business. Yeah, for sure. And also, like the way that they break you, it's like you feel like you can't trust anybody again. Absolutely, right? It affects your future yeah. relationship, especially like right now. Imagine like a person courting you, they literally send you gifts. Mm -hmm sometimes sends you money in small amounts yeah. but the exchange of that is of course like way bigger than mm -hmm. what, what they can get from you yeah so that's insane really. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so for for everyone who is who wants to be aware mm -hmm. of of these situations then what are some signs or red flags to be aware of to avoid being love scammed so um, some of the most common um, signs um, that uh, it's like a love scam is first is there is a push for you to prove their love for them. Mm. Sometimes they ask you to do things for them just to prove that they love you. So that's like one glaring sign, you know, mm -hmm. like, for example, um, if you really love me, you will help me. If you really love me, you'll do this. Yeah. If you really love me, you know. Um, and again, love scam is not just 
you know, taking money from you. Love scam could be them asking for your bank account, saying that they will send you money. But the truth is, you are being used for an illegal um, business. Like mm. they will ask people to send money to you. It's like what do you call that? Like money laundering. Mm. <laughs> so you could yeah. be a, a victim of love scam. But ultimately, one of the the signs also is not only they ask for money. Um, the the connection and the and the love they claim to be love is very quick. It's like love bombing. Yeah. Like there is no foundation. It's like we talk for a week. I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. Like that's not how love works. So please do not be like blinded by those. Sabi nga nila, just like what they say, easy to get, easy to lose, right? Oh, easy to get, easy to lose. There we go. That's that should be on a T-shirt, monsters. <laughs> But yeah, and it's a good reminder, of course. And it's good that you mentioned love bombing as well, because I was trying to figure out, like, I'm pretty sure, like, these scammers would subject to love bombing so that they, you know, they can get in quick and then, like, leave. Get out quick as with quickly. your money. Yeah. Yes. And then leave you broken. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's your insane. heart and your bank account, too. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I can. So it's so like the reason why I wanted to talk about this because like what Coach V said, it's like it's n not something. It's not something that is uh, going to happen to you know fools in love. Yeah, it happens anymore. to people who are you know they are right in the head, but then being manipulated and psychologically convinced that they are in a relationship and that this person is in love with you. Anyone can want the you know make an extra effort and like give them money right. so right. there we go monsters and, and nikki just to add with that right sure um, love scammers right now are not individuals they're mm -hmm. almost like organized crime. yeah yeah so especially for those people who share their interests their hobbies their ideal men and women online be very careful mm -hmm. because these are one of the avenues your social media is one of the like avenues that they will go to and they will even listen to your interviews they will listen to your videos when they try to study you so be very careful especially when you when you share to the world like hey i like a man who's like this religious mm -hmm. gentleman family oriented in one day that man who you thought is like the perfect man because he has all the skills and traits that you've been telling the world, right? So you have to be very wary, especially if they're like too perfect. Yeah, is if it, it's too good to be true, it probably is. It, <laughs> <laughs> it probably ain't. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Uh, okay, so we've learned about love scams and hopefully that helps us um, kind of pinpoint or notice red flags if anybody is starting to love bomb us at the beginning of meeting them um, but also uh, you mentioned that during the idea summit you initially planned on talking about intercultural dating Absolutely. so what made you decide to give that the spotlight before changing it to love scams right. so um, because that summit is made up of um, six um, founders and um, love professionals from six different countries mm -hmm. and I feel like the Philippines has always been like an like it's an interest when it comes to dating in fact one of the the things that I say during my interviews my vision for the Philippines is to become like the dating um, 
capital dating country of Asia. <laughs> because I feel like there's so many travelers who are coming here, not mm -hmm. only to see like beautiful beaches and become tourists, but they also heard of a lot of good things about Filipino men and Filipina women, mm -hmm. like their traits of being family-oriented, being malambing or affectionate, Yeah. right? And, but sometimes I laugh when, when they say like, oh, I, I'd like to date a Filipina because they're submissive. I mean, you're going to say that until you <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Maybe in the beginning, <laughs> but once but, uh, you <laughs> get together, it's different. So, so there's so many like good traits I feel like um, like Filipino men and women has mm -hmm. that they could be um, like really good potentials as romantic partners. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I've mentioned intercultural dating um, initially because I'd like to emphasize that the dating culture here in the Philippines is very different compared, especially to the West, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually at the beginning I was very surprised to learn that they don't really have that courting culture in mm -hmm. other in other countries right. and I was like what like how do you get your girlfriend yeah. they say like oh we talk about it we sit in the couch and if we have mutual understanding we become <laughs> together I was like what how romantic they uh. did work hard for you yeah <laughs> so so that's like one of the things that that kind of surprised me at the mm -hmm. beginning but since I was able to work in the United States it was really like an eye-opener that there's a big difference when it comes to the courting culture like mm -hmm. how you end up with somebody so um, yeah so I wanted to share to the, our fellow Asian countries and to the world like how beautiful the courting culture in the Philippines that it may not be perfect but I feel like it brings you back to the essence of romance yeah. which is kind of you know putting in the effort right. courtship trying to like win your heart win your family's heart so that was my original intent but I switched to love scam because I feel like it's most pressing right now because people are losing money. And mm. so um, what I did during that summit is not just to tell them about the, the love scam, but actually teach them how to teach like regular people to avoid love scam. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, one of the strategy that I taught them is yung mga techie for those who knows how to do their computers, conduct a reverse search image um, before you even start talking continuously to that person because when you do are you familiar with google no you're image? teaching me right now okay. so, <laughs> so for those who are listening this is very easy and nikki so mm -hmm. when you have a photo of your match or mm -hmm. the person that you're messaging what you do is you go to google and when you see google there's like a camera button you click that camera button you upload the photo of your of your uh, match mm -hmm. And then Google will show you the sources of those photos. So wow. it can show you their social media accounts or what, where in the internet has that photos been used. Mm. So because one of my clients, she was able to discover that she was being love, love scammed because she used um, a Google reverse image. And then she found out the real account who owns those photos. So these are just basic techniques that we teach, especially mm -hmm. when when you're really on like using dating apps. So yeah. it will avoid um, 
It'll save you money and it will avoid heartache if you know these basic strategies. Yeah, oh my gosh. So <laughs> dating has basically gotten way more complicated now with love scams and then now having to employ like AI to try and protect right. your heart. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh my yeah. gosh. Because the bad guys are using it. So we might as well learn how to use it as well. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense though. And so... um like thank you for educating us also on and giving us a tip on how to protect ourselves while we're out dating um i also wanted to highlight in terms of intercultural dating because here there's a lot of people like what you mentioned there's a lot of travelers yeah. in and out yeah. and um like how how can there is still this stigma though Right mm-hmm. when we when we go out, probably publish on BGC, mm-hmm. you see a Caucasian male with a Filipino woman. <laughs> yes, exactly, a fil- with a Filipino woman, and um, people will give that look. Gotcha. Right, yes. and so like how, like what what can you say or what can you try and rationalize? You know, the whole concept of intercultural dating with you know with the Filipino community who is still, I think grasping the idea that you know what this is actually a part of our culture now absolutely and not and i think one of the the elephant in the room is like they're dating caucasians for money right that's like one of yeah like the the misconception Mm -hmm. but i'd like to um share to the world that there's a lot of reasons why there are intercultural marriages right now because of the internet it's so easy to like find your borderless love Mm -hmm. like it doesn't cost you anything at all right and also um let's let's um look at the fact that when a filipina or a filipino have mixed race i mean besides the obvious of course they have beautiful babies but Mm -hmm. according to science when you have mixed race genetically they have stronger dna's so the, the benefit is actually there so, um, <laughs> so it's not like um, it's not like they're only dating just because they look good. But when you talk about intercultural dating, you also talk about like what will the future be like, right? right. So if you're somebody who kind of like imagined your your children to have like a more liberal mindset, not just like growing up in provinces mm-hmm. or in the Philippines, have this like globalized uh, mindset then dating not only Caucasians but Indians and other and other um, singles from different parts of the world is actually highly recommended. It's how you can expand your brain right. and like realize that maybe your reality is not the only way to go. Exactly. So it makes you smarter. So I do highly recommend intercultural dating actually. And there we go. You know what? This is why I love Coach V because she lives up to the name of science backed. <laughs> Because it's important. It's not just like, you know, it's not just, you know, saying so. Na it's part of our culture. But then scientifically speaking, it benefits you too. A lot so of benefits. There. Right there. <laughs> so there we so, go. So, and by the way, I'd like to share um, with our audience also, because we often hear the word afam, but not a lot of people know what it means, mm-hmm. right? So basically, AFAM means a foreigner assigned in Manila. Mm-hmm. But we loosely use it to anyone who's mm-hmm. white and good-looking. Right. But an AFAM could also be brown, like darker color. AFAM is anybody who has been assigned in, a, in Manila for a certain post in work. So that's just like FYI for everyone. Yes, we're breaking <laughs> stigmas over here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, 
And so, um, and so, okay, there's this whole point of intercultural dating now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people, of course, maybe they still want to find, you know, love. They, they want to find love locally. And so you have singles events, Manila, and uh, you conduct events like left and right. And I heard uh, you you shared with me before we started the show actually that you, this month is you know booked with a lot of events. And so why do you think that is that you know companies are now wanting to sponsor singles events for their employees? Right. So <laughs> so actually. Um, I remember me one at one point wishing that I that I that my birthday will be on February and February 14 because I feel like <laughs> this is the month wherein people like generally everybody is thinking about heart love and relationship and it's amazing how different companies are kind of like they have their own gimmicks on mm-hmm. how to promote love how to have like a love theme like ambiance and activities because by the end of the day when you look at motivation besides the besides the basic needs such as water um, food (laughs) shelter like what is the other greatest motivation it's actually love Mm -hmm. right so when you kind of pay attention to to love like you can like the when a person like has like this promise of like having love in their life they will do anything mm-hmm. so now companies are hosting their singles <laughs> event they're dating just to like it's a way to bring in people because they know that love sells as well mm-hmm. it's a it's the greatest motivation so that's what a lot of companies are doing they're paying attention to yeah and I, in love. it's very cool that they are aware of what's happening and what they want to give their employees so that it's more like well-rounded i guess their work-life balance maybe the work-life balance right and when you look at studies um um it's against it's against the contrary the common belief that when somebody's in love they're not focused like when Mm. you look at um um, scientific research like a person who has that well-balanced life they have a love life or they have a loving family even if they're single and they have work like they are more effective like they're more productive Mm -hmm. in their jobs so companies who are kind of like getting tickets for singles event for their employees or giving their employees like break up what's that break up allowance or date allowance it's actually a very good incentive because first it makes you very humane Mm -hmm. and second is you encourage them to have a healthy life because when they're healthy in general emotions physical Mm -hmm. you just reap the benefit of their work yeah yeah have clarity as well so maybe other companies who are listening right now (laughs) or employees of of companies and you want to have like a singles event (laughs) happening in your company singles events manila work with singles events manila and not only for singles events we do a lot of um, coaching like teaching them how to be better in interacting with their office mates right so conflict resolution and um, it's just like just to change the vibe of your company so that's more friendly and um, kind of like love <laughs> love centered company yeah exactly <laughs> and so um, okay so let's say that uh, a company is not necessarily hosting a singles event but you like if you find yourself one of the listeners will find themselves interested in joining one of your events from singles events Manila what can they expect when they walk in there 
Um, is there a new? What are the gimmicks? I guess that you guys will do. Like, what are the? Is there a program? What can they expect? Yeah. So when you walk into a singles events Manila event, um, you are in for an adventure. So <laughs> you will not be sitting down and chatting with people. You will be playing games. You will be running. You'll be doing relays because we believe <laughs> that you know as much like the more you create memories almost like a team building with other people the more you get bonded and dating will come effortlessly. Mm, I like that you mentioned the word effortless. Like it was even in the introduction like to help people date effortlessly. Right. But does it take effort before it t becomes effortlessly right <laughs> you are so brilliant that's so true because before dating becomes effortlessly then you have to put an effort but where do you put the effort do you put the effort to the like other person Im immediately no the effort begins with yourself so when you've worked on yourself so much like dating just becomes easier because you're so dateable mm -hmm. I mean like in the market you're so saleable right? <laughs> so the effort um, dating becomes effortlessly after you have put in the work and the self-care part mm -hmm. because again referring to, to scientific studies one of the um, top traits that the opposite gender is looking at when they're dating is is that person taking care of herself mm -hmm. so it's the self-care right do you have um, healthy weight do you have a good personality do you like do you just generally take care of, of your body of your mind your mental health that's so important mm. so when you have that um, taken care of again you don't have to be perfect but when you have that covered, it's easier to connect with people because generally people are looking for um, an asset and not a liability. Someone mm. to complement their life, bring added value and not somebody to kind of like pull them down like yeah. where they are. Because we've been working hard to kind of like be better than mm -hmm. who we are yesterday, right? right? So you want a person who's going to like grow with you, not kind of go down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, put in the effort in yourself and then effort, um, then dating becomes effortless. All right. And so um, you have to put in the effort to make yourself dateable. Absolutely. So what are some of the traits that say, I'm going to go on a date. What are the traits that I should have to make myself a great date? I don't know if this is subjective, but is there anything, mm -hmm. any scientific study or finding with regard to that like what are some of the traits we should have while we're on a date so uh, Nikki I'll start with the most common traits that we know right we always hear of the word confidence because um, and sometimes it's it's unfair because extroverts are often mistaken as confident people like mm. introverts are not confident which is not true there's a lot of confident introvert people but sometimes since they're extrovert they're like they tend to talk more mm -hmm. they tend to be like good in conversations um, the assumption is oh there I will never get bored with this person mm -hmm. right but um, when we talk about confidence confidence really comes from knowing that you have the certain skill to do something so some people are not very confident in dating but very confident in their job because they have put in the hours in their work mm -hmm. so if you don't have any experience in dating if you don't have any experience in interacting with the opposite gender 
then you will not appear confident in dating. So, so practicing, dating, reading, learning, and of course, listening to Monster RX <laughs> will make you confident in dating because you are experienced in that one. So, so that's just one, um, building the skill um, that you need for dating. Second will be, um, and I'll zoom in to women, mm -hmm. and this is not very, um, it's not very common that people would mention this, but uh, I feel like the feminine traits is very important to be attractive to the opposite gender. Why? Because if you're a woman and you're bringing all this like masculine energy, mm -hmm. it it take um, it turns the man off because they already have that. We tend to be attracted to somebody wherein like they balance us. Yes. So imagine if they're always like full of tension and you're also a girl who's like full of tension, then like, <laughs> what will happen, right? Yeah. But if you're this woman who you may be one of the most successful women at your job, but when it comes to dating, you know how to relax, you know how to have fun, then it just complements with the masculine energy. So it's like yin and yang. It's about finding a balance. Yeah. So if you want to end up with a masculine man or a man who's in touch with their masculine trait, you have to be in touch with your feminine traits as well. Mm -hmm. So the most basic things would be relaxing, not saying things out of defense mechanism, but um, saying things because you genuinely mean it mm -hmm. and just um, not be overly conscious. I mean, the, the fun factor is very important because um, every day we're so busy with our life. Mm -hmm. um, we're full of stress. So dating is the part wherein you have fun, especially at the first um, first few dates. Because yeah, the goal of first sure. few dates is not, not to lay out all your standards, mm -hmm. but to actually see if you can laugh with that person. Yeah, totally agree. And I like also that you mentioned um, masculine and feminine energies and this is something I just learned about recently that actually male and female men and women both have masculine and feminine energies right. and so um, for could you could you tell us then in in terms of dating what roles these energies male masculine and feminine feminine energies play in uh, our dating lives so there's this theory, it's called um, sexual dimorphism. It's saying that as a woman, the more you are in touch with your feminine traits, and as a man, the more you are in touch with your masculine traits, you just naturally attract the opposite mm -hmm. gender. So um, I understand that there are also men who are in touch with their feminine traits, right? And that's okay. Um, but according to this theory, when you are a man who's in touch with your feminine traits, you tend to end up with a woman who is also in touch with their masculine traits. Yeah. So it's really depending on like what kind of partner do you see in life? Like, yeah. do, you, do you envision having? So again, if you're a woman who'd like to take in charge, then based on this theory you are likely to end you're likely to end up with with a man who is like more on the passive end so mm -hmm. always remember that um, the type of people that we attract it's not by accident it's, mm -hmm. it's because of the energy and the traits that we kind of give away to the world yeah and I think energy for those who are listening and uh, who are watching this live on Facebook YouTube and Twitch it might be too abstract for you to understand yeah. so for Coach V, could you explain to us, like, what are some 
examples of like what's it like to be what's it like to be like a masculine man what's it like right. to be a feminine woman okay very good question <laughs> Nikki so when we talk about masculine traits we're talking about leadership decisiveness taking in charge you know um, being comfortable with responsibilities when you talk about um, feminine traits um, this is more on somebody who likes to listen who who brings calmness and peace um, in touch with their feelings more than the thinking part mm -hmm. right so again these are like we we tend to relate it to traditional gender roles but I feel like it really depends upon your goal so if you if you're tired if you're a woman who's like been running the the company or you're a ceo mm -hmm. who's like you know you give your you give your all in your company so you have that masculine we need masculine as women we need the masculine yeah, traits to win sure. yeah. in our profession in our job so that people will listen to us right but i feel like to be successful in dating you have to compartmentalize meaning the things, the skills that makes you successful in the workplace may not necessarily be the same set of skills that you need to be successful in dating. Mm -hmm. So leave that in the door the moment that you leave your company <laughs> and then be the fun, amazing, playful woman that you are when you're in a dating. So different yeah. um, demands in life, different skills, different scenarios, different skills. Yeah. So it's that ability to adjust mm -hmm. and and pick the right skills to kind of like do um, depending on the situation. So I guess the level of adjustment or the like the openness to adjustment will depend I guess on their on what they are looking for in a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to be if you're a woman and you want to lead in your relationship then watch because you will you will connect with a man who do not mind having a woman lead a relationship mm, because okay. if you end up with somebody who also wants to lead a relationship I mean common sense you guys will all would always butt heads yeah so you'll end up with somebody who is okay to like you taking in charge <laughs> but the question is women would you like to take in charge all the time yeah that is so true that is so true women <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have to learn how to sink into our feminine energies when we are dating, but we can absolutely be masculine when we are out there just killing it at work. Absolutely. All right. Go-getters. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so uh, now we are we're actually, can you believe, it's like we're nearing the end of the show. It feels really? like yeah, I it, it was feels, right? <laughs> it feels very quickly. But um, I do have a bunch of questions. And this part is still like, I still have a, a bunch of questions for you, Naman. But this is the rapid fire that I did with you last year. And so, okay, let's, let's go. So how soon should we tell someone that we're dating or about to date our intentions? If we're looking for a relationship, just looking for a casual hookup, when should we state that? Day one. Day one. There we go. Easy peasy. <laughs> okay. Um, next is when then are we supposed to like DTR the relationship? Um, personally, if you're a woman, wait for the man to do the DTR. If they don't DTR soon enough, then it's time for you to move on. How soon is soon enough? Okay. So it def it depends on your age, mm -hmm. but if you're on your 20s and you have time to waste, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. But if you're a woman who's planning to have a family at a certain age, 
you communicate that if the man does not respond accordingly mm. then maybe it's one of like reasons for you to kind of like maybe he's not the man <laughs> yeah okay all right and so in one of your previous ig posts you said that dating isn't a numbers game it's a strategy game so what do you mean by that yeah i used to believe that dating is a numbers game meaning mm -hmm. if i go on 100 dates absolutely i'm gonna end up with somebody right mm -hmm. but then after learning the science of dating i've realized that i can go on 100 dates and still end up with no one mm -hmm. if i don't have my dating strategies right meaning I could just be dating 10 people, but if I have put in the effort in myself and I'm datable enough, mm -hmm. I could like have good options out of the 10 and you will be chosen. So it's a strategy game because you know how you have to learn how to connect with people. Yeah, so definitely. You, you don't have to like meet all singles. Meet a few singles and you'll end up with somebody because they're for sure they're gonna like you if you have those dateable traits. And it's funny because I do remember you saying before that dating was a numbers game when I first <laughs> when you first guessed okay, it here. Yeah. So I love the growth, yeah, you guys. Yeah, There's absolutely. always something to learn, something new. So there yeah. we, that's why science back now she updates herself. I mean, yeah. <laughs> humbling experience Nikki to, yeah. to kind of like tell the world that at the world is changing at mm -hmm. one point this may right. be true but maybe on my next guesting with Nikki next year it's gonna be a different but thing, it's right? not strategy it's yeah. something, it's something, else. Know, something so else. we gotta we gotta keep ourselves updated and whatever whenever I learn something new then I'm happy to share them yeah and uh, and again like I love your page because like it's so educational for those who need educating on like your dating lives or how to date better, follow Dating Coach V on Instagram and on TikTok, dema. Right? May yes, TikTok, TikTok There we go. Na plug ko na siya. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and okay, so why is it important to invest in yourself and practice self love? And I know this is in relation to what I what you mentioned already earlier. So, but why is it important to invest in yourself even when you're still single? Because I feel like um, when you have not invested in yourself or you have not loved yourself, you expect a lot from your partner. Mm, right. And that could be one of the reasons why they will not stay with you because mm -hmm. there's just a lot of, like it takes a lot for you to be happy. Yes, that's so true. But if true. you kind of like, oh, I know what makes me happy. I know what, you know, mm -hmm. I know what will make me feel loved. I know how to self-soothe. I know mm -hmm. how to regulate my emotion then maybe your partner will be like a bonus. Yeah, ooh, that's good, that's good. It's like, they're, it's a perk to be with them, but then you're yeah. totally capable of like, you know, handling Absolutely. your own self. It's like you're, you're set, whether mm -hmm. they're there or not, but of yeah. course it's more fun when they're there. That's true, that's also true. <laughs> Okay, next. Um, for those who might not be aware, could you tell us what are some examples of bare minimum behavior so we don't fall for it? Oh my god, <laughs> bare minimum. And, and, um, I would like to shout out to all our men. I'm not, I'm not going against you guys. I'm actually helping you by communicating what women likes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So um, an example of, oh my god, an example of like a bare minimum um, behavior is like very in consistent with attention mm. and that includes like texting you inviting you on dates almost you feel like a backup plan 
something mm. like that. So when there's no consistency, that means that attention is going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Could be another ladies, could be another stuff. So obviously you're not a priority. Mm -hmm. Another one will be bare minimum. You look at what are the person's limited resources. So mm. when we talk about limited resources, you're talking about time, which I've um, told a while ago, if they're not taking you on dates mm -hmm. and texting you enough, that means time is going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Look at also the money. Are they investing in you? Mm -hmm. Because money is such a limited resource that we spend it in whatever makes us happy. Mm -hmm. So if they hardly even like take you out or like buy you gifts, I feel like it could be a simple little something, mm -hmm. but it's like a way to let the person know that, hey, you're my priority mm -hmm. or like you're the thing that makes me happy. So I will invest in you. So that's just like one. Yeah. So and time, money, those are the things that you have to look out for, ladies. Yeah. Bare minimum pa lang yun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just a gentle reminder. <laughs> okay. Um, also, what does it mean when a man says he's looking for a strong, independent woman? <laughs> oh my god it's so funny because i have a a, a video on my um, instagram mm -hmm. tiktok wherein i i told the world about my, <laughs> my experience in dating like almost like 10 years ago mm -hmm. wherein um i know that this particular person would love to have a strong independent woman and i had interpreted it the wrong way mm. so so what does it mean when a guy says, I like a strong, independent woman? We tend to think that, oh, they like women who are, like, successful and, like, and very, you know, like, almost like a, a woman who's in touch with their masculine traits, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like some men who, who says that they want a strong, independent woman because they kind of feel like they don't have that in them that they need an anchor mm. and a woman a woman who's like strong and independent but also there are men who says that they need a strong independent woman because they're just basically looking for a woman who can stand on their feet when they're not around yeah like i will take care of you when i'm there but when i'm not there i i have to know that you'll be okay mm. so that's how um um, some men define strong independent women yeah. so I feel like we have to redefine it in a way that they they don't want somebody who's like a sorry for my term like a dick in the bed mm -hmm. right strong like not physically <laughs> strong yeah. but they need you to be able to be alive and be okay mm -hmm. whenever they're not around so they would still even if they say I want a strong independent woman they still like their women um, in touch with their feminine traits but um, someone who they don't have to save like all the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Next, there's this term actually that I've come across on my other show, and it's called contra dating. I'm not sure if you've come across this, but it's basically what it means is be dating outside of your usual type. Because usually we have a like we have a type right. whenever we like swipe, whenever we go out at a bar or wherever it is, and so. Do you think, though, contradating would give singles better chances in finding a partner? That's that's a it's my first time that I've heard this, so thank you for sharing that. Contradating. Sure. Um, so for singles events, Manila, um, a lot of people do not know that we run a high-end matchmaking service as well. Mm -hmm. And so when you do matchmaking, you basically like pick a person 
and send them on a date with your client. So mm -hmm. you have to understand, and this is what we do, we spend so much time getting to know and understanding the preference of our clients so that we'll be able to pick somebody who's his match. But the problem is, and this is also based on science, that people think they know what they like. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the day, you check out who they're married with. They're married with somebody who's almost like the total opposite of whatever they've listed on their sheet, right? Mm. So it's, I feel like it's a balance between studying your dating patterns, mm -hmm. like what kind of looks am I attracted with, right? right? What kind of like um, characters and attitude makes me fall? But at the same time, if that is not working, like you may be going on dates with them, but you don't end up in a long-term relationship with them. It's time to go 180 degrees. And I feel and I believe this, that life is an experiment. Mm -hmm. You gotta try. Because even if you you follow like certain formulas, that certain formula may have worked for somebody, mm -hmm. but it's not for everybody. So go and um, go for your um, usual type, but also live a room for experimentation. Oh, okay. Go contradating. There we go. find out if that works for you. There you go. I mean, I just came up with content for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's going to be on my TikTok soon. Thank you, Porter. There we go. Now, okay. Is it ever okay to ghost someone? Oh, wow. Mm. That's a very tough question. Is it ever okay to ghost somebody? Um, my answer would be yes. Okay. So there are conversations that are not worth pursuing and continuing, mm -hmm. especially if that conversation um, does not like bring out a good side of yourself, mm -hmm. right? So when it comes to dating, I feel like you should select somebody who brings out your best side. Mm -hmm. But we also right. meet people who brings out our toxic dark side, mm -hmm. right? And no matter how much you appease them sometimes via text message, like they will always like kind of try to you know pull you down or or pull you in whatever um, mood or like dimension they're in. So mm -hmm. yes, it's okay to ghost, especially if it's not something healthy already. Yeah, there we go. If it's not healthy, it's not healthy. But be kind mm -hmm. if you can. Yeah. <laughs> If they're not kind, then definitely 100% ghost them. Yeah. So is what is one way or maybe one line you think? For example, because people will usually tend to ghost Siguro when maybe after one or two dates. Because then you, there's no more, like they don't see the chemistry. They don't see this going anywhere. So instead of having that message sent, they just disappear. And then the other person's left wondering like, I thought we had like a good connection or something like that. So what would be a good line for that person who is thinking about ghosting to send the person that they're dating that they are not interested in seeing them anymore. So there's this line that we recommend to our um, members because we're mm -hmm. a social club for Singles Events Manila. Instead of ghosting them, it's better to be forthcoming about how did you feel because they mm -hmm. couldn't fight you with that. That's how you feel. Mm -hmm. So a message could, so could sound like um, it was... It was fun getting to know you. It was great getting to know you. But I did not feel the romantic connection. Mm -hmm. Be forthcoming and say that. But if you want, I could introduce you to some of my friends. <laughs> so it's like downer and then yeah. you're going to give them yeah. hope. But not just with you. 
with someone else. Ah, okay. There we go. Okay, so don't ghost people, man. Yeah, just, just just tell them about how you feel. Be mm -hmm. very honest, and you'll be surprised by their reply. And and these are like some of the the things that we received when mm -hmm. we let let go of that line. Like they would say, like, "Wow, like that's a breath of fresh air," because it's not very common for Filipinos right. to be forthcoming about. Mm -hmm how they feel or how they see you so they're gonna thank you for that yeah and it's also it's also good practice to you know be a decent human being because if you're um and and the person that you're dating once you send it to them like if they if they're mature enough they will understand and then i guess if they're not mature enough and they get a little violent then maybe you can ghost at yeah, that you point can go. absolutely <laughs> are not in any way required to absorb all the negativity. There we but go. also, Nikki, I'd also like to share the other side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. like sometimes, um, for people who get ghosted, mm -hmm. right? So, if you feel like hurt that somebody ghosted you, just remember that just like you, they're also looking for their person too. Mm. So, if they didn't find that in you, just like how you didn't find it with other people, just be very compassionate because by the end of the day, we're all just out there looking for the one, the one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So try to understand also, even if it's kind of painful, if the person that you like didn't like you back. Yeah, and that's great that you brought that up. I was about to ask, like, where, what what's the person who got ghosted? What can they do? Or what's your suggestion or word of encouragement for them? And you just did it. So thank you very much. All right, we are nearing the last few questions. Um, while not in relationship, I found out about this term also on your socials. How can we push ourselves to do rotational dating, which is like dating or talking to more than one person, if we're more of a one-by-one -one type of dater? Right. So the rotational dating is, is very common in Western countries. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not as common in the Philippines because we tend to be like, oh, it feels like cheating even mm. if you're, you're not, you're not together. together yeah. right? <laughs> because there's just that um, we're also coming from a very traditional way of looking at dating. Yeah. Um, when I talk about my grandparents and my parents, like, in, during their generation, once you go on a date with somebody, the expectation is, when are you guys going to get married? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But right now, we are very lucky to live in this generation wherein you have the freedom to choose. Mm -hmm. That's why that's the tagline of our company, Singles Events Manila, because rotational dating is basically getting to know multiple people, yeah. to know and to assess which of these people are the most compatible partners for mm -hmm. me. So it doesn't mean that you're sleeping around. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you give them false hope, but you're basically getting to know people to be very logical about choosing a partner. Mm, there we go. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You're, <laughs> not, you're not hurting anybody mm -hmm. as long as um, you're single. And at the same time, um, they're aware that you are not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also, there's this other concern, which actually I am curious about because you did talk about this as well. I think many people have come across being friend-zoned, especially yeah. by people they have had feelings for. Relate. Anyway, uh, I... <laughs> Nikki, let's talk about that. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> no, no, I've heard more stories among men than women, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it happens to both sides. So why mm -hmm. do you think people tend to be friend-zoned by someone that they like? 
So friend zone happens when basically they don't feel any attraction towards you. Uh-huh. They don't have the sexual tension. And when we talk about attraction and sexual tension, although they they sound very superficial, they're actually a major like consideration when you're trying to to um, find somebody to spend the rest of your right. life yeah. with because you have one part which is the procreation part where in having babies mm-hmm. and you know so um, I feel like um, when it comes to dating the friend zone is very common when you are not um, when you do not have the flirting skills mm. because I feel like the flirting skills is what takes you out of the friend zone to our romantic zone mm. because you're tapping into um, that um, part of, of the other person that we're not going to be friends but we're going to be romantic partners mm-hmm. but if you're like if lahat dinadaan mo sa friendship sorry if if you try to be friends and then you court them then there's a big there's a big um, chance that you will be friend zoned mm-hmm. because there are some girls who'll be like oh he's my friend I'm not going to date him mm-hmm. right? right so so some people believe in going friends first but Sorry, dating coach V does not really like subscribe to that mm-hmm. because like being friends first, although you get to know them better, I feel like if that's like your person, I mean, aren't you, aren't you gonna realize that in the first like few months that you've got to know each other, right? Mm. So it's possible that we fall in love with our friends. It's because of the mere exposure effect. Yeah. So it's it's a theory that say, states that the more time you spend with a person, right. the more you appreciate them, the more you see like different parts of them. This is why we fall in love with office mates. Mm. We fall in love with people that we often like spend time with. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you have that kind of like. Um, like affection or attraction you have to ask yourself is it really love or a mere exposure effect (laughs) (laughs) there ask yourself yeah (laughs) all right okay down to the last two in your professional opinion coach v what would you say is the right attitude to have while you're actively dating putting yourself out there making the effort wow so the right attitude that you should have um when you're dating is knowing that there is someone for you by the end of the day because dating could get so tiring mm-hmm. it feels like when you keep on going on dates and you just don't see that person you feel like ah, it's easy to kind of just raise the white flag and yeah. say oh, i'm better off single i'm happy being single anyway mm-hmm. but hey look at studies like people who are in a healthy romantic relationship live longer mm-hmm. than single ones i'm sorry guys <laughs> but yeah, so so um, when you, I have this um, mentor and she said that based on science, the people who ends up finding somebody in their life are the people who did not give up on love. So always have a positive mindset that you're going to find somebody by the end of the day. It may take like a hundred dates, but you're going to end up with somebody that you love. Yeah. So have that mindset with you because you need that. Yes. Because dating is tough right now, but if you have that mindset, you're focused on your goal, then you're going to find them. Yes, and employ strategy. <laughs> employ strategy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, Coach V, what would be your words of encouragement to people who have... Oh, yeah, you actually did answer this. Okay, so it's basically um, for those who have given up on dating and finding a suitable partner, if you could give them like a mantra or like maybe a saying to help push them 
when it comes to dating and wanting to find the right partner that hopefully that they will live with for the rest of their lives. So my my final words for this <laughs> interview would be because we've, uh, we've talked a lot um, about um, dating but um, I feel like when it comes to finding a romantic partner it's very important that you know yourself so self-awareness know what type of people attracts you understand why they attract you and ask yourself, is this a good reason to be mm. attracted to? So it's really self-awareness because when you know why you get attracted to people, then you understand like, oh, maybe like this is a good sign that I'm attracted to them. Because some people could be attracted to you, but they're attracted to you for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like for example, you could like a woman could be attracted to somebody who's like a bad boy or like who loves to drink because she's do she's homing. Homing means maybe in her childhood years she was seeing her her uncle or mm -hmm. her dad kind of like drinking, right? Yeah. So that felt familiar. That felt good, right? But but the reason of you why you feel you felt good is not good mm -hmm. so understand why you are attracted to certain individuals ask yourself why you're attracted to them and kind of like you can go on from from that um, part there we go and have right. a positive mindset for what you said mindset you're gonna previously. find them but if you know that you don't have the right skills work with Nikki work with us because we're not perfect. We mm -hmm. have like there we could be good in tech but not good in making a person killing or making them mm. smile. So go on coaching, hire coaches, work with educate yourself. I feel like that's the answer. There we go. Oh my goodness. Coach <laughs> B, always such a pleasure to have you on Heard on Thursdays. I must <laughs> say that you are one of the best interviewers. I have never worked my ass as much as I did in other interviews. <laughs> you heard so, it first. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. What a nice way to end the show. Oh. Thank you to all the monsters who have kept it locked since 11 in the evening. Catch me again next week for another episode on Heard on Thursdays. Thank you once again, Coach V. Before we end the show, where can they find you? Singles Events Manila, if they own a company, want to do an event with you, or just want to join. Right. So Singles Events Manila is a company that will help you in anything that's related to dating, coaching, social club matchmaking and of course social skills networking improvement um, we're on our social media Facebook and Instagram that's Singles Events Manila or just reach out to me at Dating Coach V on Instagram and Facebook and we'll be happy to work with you there we go thank you, thank you again to all the monsters keep a locked only here on the monster bye <laughs>